Hi and welcome to the Music Box Chatters podcast with me, Tierney, hosting the show and you'll be hearing from Diva in a bit. So this is officially our second podcast and we're super excited to be chatting to you about well-being and lifestyle. There will be some heavy topics of course but I'll definitely be trying to keep it light-hearted so hopefully you can relate and if not we'll learn something new. So a quick backstory for you all, myself and the girls are running our own company called Toy Box which is all about educating and breaking the stigma on mental health and well-being. So and you know as psychologists ourselves we're quite passionate about these topics and so we came up with the idea of creating our own podcast um, on the side and each month we'll be talking about a new mental illness. So definitely go check out our Instagram at toybox underscore UK to stay up to date. So let's start off with what ADHD stands for. So ADHD actually stands for Attention Deficiency Hyperactivity Disorder. So the symptoms for ADHD in children and teenagers are like, you know, pretty well defined and noticeable before the age of six, apparently. And these symptoms are categorized into two different um, behavioral problems. So we have hyperactivity and impulsiveness. So these include symptoms such as acting without thinking, excessive physical movement easily getting distracted and having difficulty to concentrate on like one specific task so this means that individuals who go through ADHD do struggle to focus on the right things so you probably may ask what are the causes and triggers of ADHD so there are quite a couple of factors out there So we've got environmental triggers and then we've got genetics. So it it could actually run in your family or inherited from your parents. And then we've got brain functioning, which is imbalance in the level of neurotransmitters in the brain. So myself, Chloe and Diva did a live Instagram chat recently about treatments for ADHD. So we did a debate and talked about whether medication is necessary and effective for ADHD. Adderall and stuff like that is like kind of like an addictive drug. So Mm. it's not like I say it's not good. So like if you can avoid it, I I think you should avoid it. I agree with that actually because... um, yeah, I took, yeah, you, you guys know, but I'll, t- I'll tell the story. I took, like, Ritalin, like, the the drug, and I found out that it has, like, very similar um, chemical components to, like, cocaine. And then I, mm-hmm. I remember taking it, and I was just so neurotic, and I was so, every like, colors were so much brighter. I was so focused. Like, everything was great. But then, like, I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't, yeah. Yeah, really. Like it's. I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't like. My mind was so like, for like so so focused that like, I could only obsess mm. over one thing, stuff like that. And it was just so bad. Like, obviously that's not the case for everyone, but that was the case for me. And I mm. think, I definitely think that medication can help you manage the disorder, but but or the illness. But I think what cures, no cures, it, but like what actually brings you brings you forward or brings you to a better place is therapy because that's when you address the underlying issues so. yeah and there are also like other like natural like i've looked it up kind of like i've had a look through pages and they say that there's also like a lot of different natural remedies which are like kind of like more 
like better, I guess. So it's not more of like a chemical yeah. stimulation. So it's like, I guess it's better. So there's no side effects like the medication mm. that will give you. So yeah. it might be safer in some way. Because like sometimes I think the medication, it causes other problems. Like it, like it helps some problems. But then, like, it causes, like, different pro- other problems. Yeah, that's... So it's, like, is it worth it to, like, cancel mm-hmm. out one effect and then, like, causing another one? Yeah, that's the issue, isn't it? Like, with, like, medication, especially with ADHD, because ADHD is, like, a... It's, like, a, um... Kind of, like, an impairment in the brain, but it affects the actions. So if you take, like, another mm-hmm. medication, that, like... It doesn't change the... It, it changes the physio... Like, the brain chemicals and everything but it's causing another side effect so it's like is that really worth it like i think that's one of the questions a lot of people ask themselves when they take medication whether it's just like for adhd so if you enjoyed that stay tuned for more for these interesting debate chats we've got more coming up in the next few months and yeah so go check it out on our toy box instagram next up we've got diva sharing her personal story for adhd Hey Diva. Hi. So yeah, hi. introduce yourself to us. Mm, hi. So I'm Diva. Nice to meet you. Um, I am one of the co-founders of Toybox, and at, in Toybox, I'm in charge of the graphics and the <laughs> representation of Toybox. Yeah. And I am in charge of like Instagram and how it looks like. I'm also a student at University of Birmingham for math masters of mental health, and I grew up in Hong Kong, but right now I'm living in the UK for my masters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I actually grew up with a lot of ADHD symptoms, like such as like inattention and like hyperactiveness, etc. Like I used to kind of like run around a lot, <laughs> and like I was just very active, and like my brain was very active as well. And kind of like I had um like stories where I would oh um I'll be I will be doing work, but I had to just kind of I just wanted to read books. And I just wanted to do something else. Like I couldn't pay attention like you said, to the right things. Like, mm-hmm. um, I also was very, I also jumped between activities a lot. So kind of, I would play the flute or, and then I'll drop it. I'll play the violin. I'll drop it. I'll do art and I'll drop it, stuff like that. And yeah, when I was a kid, I had all the symptoms, but never really a diagnosis. So, mm-hmm. so like kind of, it was never treated. So my studies and grades kind of deteriorated and I couldn't keep up with the demands of school. So that led to a depressive episode when I was a teenager and I got diagnosed with anxiety and being and being and schizophrenia mm-hmm. however like even after that diagnosis my therapist saw something was a bit wrong so yeah. she wanted me to go to get a diagnosis for ADHD and all the symptoms matched up so I got diagnosed basically nice um so how are you dealing with it now like is it better than before or yeah, it's it's definitely better than before. I think, like I said, it's the life. Like, I don't take medication or anything. Like, I tried. It didn't suit up with me. But, like, I learned coping strategies from my therapist, from life, like, just from different Instagram, Facebook groups, like, just yeah. coping strategies for myself. So, like, like, for example, I had to learn that I need a schedule in my life or I'll just do yeah. nothing for the whole day. Yeah. I, need, I need time for myself, like to take a break so I can refresh and stuff like that you know yeah 
yeah nice thanks so much for sharing your story hopefully that will help people out there who are listening Um, so as Diva was speaking about like looking at different coping like strategies and whatnot we came across some um, blogs Um, so one of them is from tantachange.org.uk and adhdclinic.co.uk so yeah check out their pages for personal stories on mental health it will definitely be quite useful Um, especially if you're going through things um, definitely have a look and if you're not through any of these things but it will definitely help with like you know educating yourself and like really getting to understand what people are really going through with their mental health so I handpicked some stories um so this one's from ADHD clinic by Josh so Josh was really struggling to focus on work in his cubicle in an open uh, planned office the office floor was loud and distracting and he could not concentrate he was also irritating other colleagues so he would fidget so much that the table next to his cubicle would shake in um so in meetings he struggled to engage with the agenda and get distracted by things going on outside the window or just by his own thought he would then realize he had zona and would get really stressed out so he would have lost track of the group's conversations so what do you think of that yeah that that just really resonated like, with me yeah i feel like that's like from what i've been reading as well like i feel like that is one of the main like symptoms like where you get really distracted from things like you'd be doing one task and then you'd lose focus of that task and you kind of jump onto something yeah it's so easy that's so easy like especially with him saying like in the open plan office there's so many distractions someone could just walk by to go to the toilet and you just be like oh where's he going and then that'll get you get distracted already it's just it's so easy you know yeah yeah I can imagine yes it's quite interesting though Mm because yeah most of the things I've been reading I can tell that distraction is one of the main biggest things yeah Yeah. I think even when he said like he's lost track of the group's conversation that happens to me a lot like I think even with you guys when we're talking like um, sometimes we're talking sometimes I lose track and then I'll just be like wait what are you talking about again and then and then it's yeah I think it's just about having people around to be like oh like it's fine like just yeah. like and then they just repeat or like just kind of you know like when Josh was saying how he was irritating other colleagues I think the yeah. other colleagues could I think be more compassionate about it just yeah. help him out like stuff like that like mm-hmm. you need help with these things yeah. yeah I'm curious to know like how how do you gain back focus so like you were saying like when you have a conversation you we talk about something but then you lose focus like how would you go back to gaining your focus like is there any coping mechanisms is there, is there anything that could help people maybe I think you kind of just come back to it <laughs> it's not really like a mm-hmm. like a oh like I lost track like you you always obviously after you realize you lost track like you come yeah. you come back to and you ask what what happened yeah. I think that's the best way to do it because there's you can't really just stop yourself from getting yeah. distracted because that's inevitable of ADHD like yeah. I get distracted yeah. about every like all the time that like, I would yeah. go on my laptop to do one thing and I'll just be doing something else like yeah in two minutes and I'm like what did I even do like what was mm-hmm. I even here for and it happens I think it's just catching yourself at the right moment and it's going back to your original task and just kind of trying to kind of focus and not like not let stuff distract you because sometimes those distractions are 
like they are actually beneficial in some sense like for mm-hmm. example if you're doing art like it's beneficial to get distracted because you might get even more inspiration but yeah. like sometimes obviously it's not great and I think you just have to get back to the task and kind of focus on it like when mm-hmm. I remember when you said go um focusing on the right things like for mm-hmm. me the right things is stuff that I'm interested in mm-hmm. so maybe like if he was really struggling to focus at work and struggling mm-hmm. maybe it's just not the right thing that he's focusing on it's not something that's interesting him so mm-hmm. maybe maybe he needs to think about it yeah nice um yeah so diva's got another story which um yeah. she's gonna read down a bit um so this one's from time to change by eddie yep so one of my relatives once said it's a shame that i have adhd i don't feel the shame lies with me having this treatable condition it lies with the people who use my condition against me treat me abusively because of it and dismiss my various cries for help over the years a major part of overcoming all of this was embracing being crazy eddie rather than feeling ashamed and angry about it i then started to genuinely laugh and smile along with everyone else around me after also after finding effective treatment i became able to voice it towards those around me my relationship becomes stronger and my other comorbidities decreased yeah what do you think about that now (laughs) um yeah it's back to me now Mm -hmm. um yeah I feel like there's a lot of stigma around like ADHD but also in mental health in general you know like especially I mean I don't know where Eddie's from but maybe like in Asian cultures especially like you'd see this kind of abusive behavior where they'd be like oh yeah you're you're just crazy in the head or Mm, you have like why are you feeling like this you know this is you know things like that so I think it's very important for people like especially what we're doing right now is trying to help break these stigmas and yeah it's definitely important to do that yeah I think it's definitely good to encourage people like I think it's it's not it's definitely not a shameful thing like it's the same thing if someone had a broken arm like you can't be like you're shame you're shameful to have a broken arm it's the same thing like it's just I I have something in my head that's that's affecting my abilities and it's Mm -hmm. not a big thing like you just have to it's a treatable condition like Mm -hmm. so it's it's really not a big deal like you just have to kind of embrace it embrace it being yourself that I definitely embrace the ADHD side of me and it's Mm -hmm. become a part of me like I don't I think I don't right yeah yeah I I don't think that's the same of a lot of other mental illness some some of them are not the same like but and obviously with other people but for me I definitely like think that having ADHD is a part of me and I wouldn't exchange it for the world because that wouldn't I would just change I wouldn't be mean yeah that's yeah that's quite an interesting perspective of it yeah Okay, so next up, we've got ADHD in the media. So I'm pretty sure if you're into like TV and like films and books, then you'll definitely be interested in this. So um, for those of you who watched Team Wolf before, probably came across this character called Styles. And um, yeah, so Styles is described as overly anxious and curious. He is extremely hyperactive and intelligent and has a quick mind for puzzles and research, but was prone to having distractions due to his ADHD I feel like having these sort of like TV shows and like you know movies really do help um, educate people about certain mental illnesses in like a very lighted way like you know instead of trying to be too serious about it but it also I feel like it's quite important also to think about the fact that 
it could be quite like dramatized yeah in some, yeah in some cases so yeah I think it's in, important to take that into account I think the intention behind it it's it's great like it's just to raise awareness about and yeah, create a dynamic true. character which is what all tv shows and movies want but mm-hmm. I think if they dramatize it to a certain point and exaggerate it to a certain point it it becomes very it goes the right, wrong way you know like it doesn't help at all yeah yeah, I feel like it doesn't really like reflect back to what people are really feeling. Mm. So I guess it, in a way, people end up treating people like in a wrong way as well because they don't really understand what they're truly going through. Yeah, yeah, because like there's always ADHD is always categor- categorized with the hyperactiveness and inattentiveness. Yeah. So that's always in the movies and TV shows. That's always portrayed like that especially with kids they always think oh yeah if a kid is hyperactive then they Mm -hmm. automatically have adhd that's not really truly the case is it like yeah yeah, they could be hyperactive but that doesn't really mean that they do have adhd you know yeah and there are so many portrayals of it that portrays only one side of adhd like the extreme Mm -hmm. side of adhd Mm -hmm. but they don't portray the for example inattentiveness like or just kind of distractions because it's not in a TV show and movie sense, it's not eye-catching enough and it's not interesting enough. Like, mm-hmm. So that's why people, especially in um, in one of the TV shows I watch, like How I Met Your Mother, like, yeah. like Barney, he has confirmed ADHD like in, in his like um, character arc. But yeah. he, there was a clip um, that he, that he kind of, act, like he acted very stereotypically mm-hmm. ADHD, like um, mm-hmm. just like kind of like screaming. Yeah. yeah like kind of like it, when Ted was trying to teach him something and he he kept saying like oh I, can we get go outside can we go outside like it's that's mm-hmm. not in real life you know like, like it doesn't really happen that way you know? yeah like I won't just keep saying can I go outside like that yeah, exactly. I feel like they need to show like behind the scenes kind of thing if that makes sense mm-hmm. like instead of yeah like, the very extreme side of it yeah yeah it's just like a lot of different portrayals and very it's like not full portrayals of characters yeah. I feel sometimes I feel like they're just trying to put it in just to like have that factor like that yeah. like interesting factor but they kind of just want to show it as like the crazy side of it exactly yeah I, I've realized that as well like a lot of movies even with like other mental health as well they try to make it seem like such a negative thing and then make it so dramatized that everyone's mm. like oh my god these people are crazy you know like they yeah have, they give that kind of vibe which is quite wrong actually exactly yeah exactly yeah. I think sometimes you know when you see characters and you resonate with them mm. I don't resonate with some with them at all yeah. even if they had ADHD like I don't, you don't even if because it doesn't it's not the same in real life and in tv shows and movies like it's just not the same yeah. and I think real life portrayal is way more important than in a tv show and movie because we all know that's not reality you know yeah exactly it's not reality so mm-hmm. i guess it will be worth like i think having you know things such as blogs like what we read before i think those are quite useful because yeah. experiences from like real people and like what yes. real like people actually went through you know Okay, so next up, so I've come across some Instagram accounts um, that focus around ADHD. So you should definitely go follow these. Um, so women underscore with underscore ADHD. So they focus mainly on like ADHD, which is not as 
like broadly discussed compared to youth ADHD. So yeah, definitely go check out their page. They've got some interesting and helpful tips down there. Um, yeah, Diva, do you recommend any like Insta accounts or like websites that you've seen or even blog posts, like anything? Yeah, I do have some. Like, I think for Insta accounts, ADHD underscore inspirations is pretty good. Like, yeah. I haven't looked in depth into it because I actually just found them out. But like, yeah. it seems really cool. Like, um, yeah, but I, I really, there's also a YouTube channel that I follow, like, oh, nice. that's called How to ADHD. And it's just her talking about Jessica. The, yeah. um, she talks about her having ADHD and like how yeah. like how to kind of com- like some coping s- skills combat skills like what to do with it like how to feel better and like how to work at home like stuff like that because that's very difficult for me I know yeah. but yeah. yeah there's also some other ones I think that um her she the person around behind the ADHD YouTube channel also has a um kind of she had a TED talk like called failing yeah. at normal and that is that was just that made me cry. Oh wow, okay. So I just it really resonated with you then. It really resonated with me. Like I just felt so seen and so heard. Like that her story is very similar to mine in some aspects. And I just think that's just so I don't know, like I just felt so emotional when I when I heard that because it was like someone like her could succeed. So maybe I could too, stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people definitely go check them out. <laughs> yeah, even on Facebook, like in Reddit, like Facebook has that dank ADHD room, and that's just hilarious. There's so many memes on it. Oh yeah, like ADHD oh, memes. And yeah, it's just like, really funny. Yeah, I feel like those really keep it lighthearted as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And you can sort of relate to them as well because they put in a funny context, but still really very relatable. Definitely, like, it's really fun. Like it's just really fun. Um, yeah. I think definitely with more specific stuff like like feelings blog posts like every everything you need for like um coping strategies analogies metaphors mm-hmm. even information you have to find like um mm-hmm. reddit like adhd oh, yeah. the subreddit r slash adhd it's really good like i mm-hmm. i remember just reading so many posts like going through like a t- like a tunnel down just yeah. reading all of <laughs> reading all of it because yeah. i was like oh my god that's that's me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so these are some of the stuff I recommend, definitely, like, yeah. Nice, yeah, I haven't gone through ADHD, but mm. I would definitely, like, have a look at the physical failing at normal, right? Mm. The, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's quite interesting, especially because she did a TED Talk. Which yeah, quite- I remember she, her depicting literally failing at normal, like, she, yeah. she used to have great grades and, like, she used mm-hmm. to be this genius kid, and, like, I kind of was something like that, like, I, yeah. I did really well in school, but then... Mm-hmm. like the like kind of when your brain like neurologically didn't keep up with you and mm-hmm. you just failed like you just literally just swan dive down yeah and that's what her story was like and how she picked herself back up yeah that's quite powerful actually mm. so guys definitely go check them out um hopefully it'll help you as well So yeah, that is it from myself and Diva. Um, Feel free to reach out to us if you're struggling or know anyone who is. And we'll be very happy to signpost you to suitable help. 
So on a lighter note, we decided to make a playlist with tunes around mental health. So this month's one is we're going to add um, music on ADHD. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out. And yeah, thank you for tuning in with me and Diva. And I'll definitely be back next month with episode three with a new topic um, on mental health. And in the meantime, go follow us at uh, toybox uh, underscore UK for the latest. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, bye.